Hello Cryptonauts, today is October 11th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 daily stats. Starting off with Bitcoin settling at $11,398.97 with a 0.9% loss. Second place, Ethereum settling at $381.93 with a 0.9% loss. Third place, USDT Tether settling at $1 with a no gain, no loss. Fourth place, XRP Ripple settling at $0.25 with a no gain, no loss. Fifth place, Bitcoin Cash settling at $253.77 with a 4.5% gain. Sixth place, Binance Coin settling at $30.70 with a 2.2% loss. Seventh place, Chainlink settling at $11.19 with a 2.2% loss. Eighth place, Polkadot, settling at $4.26 with a 1.6% loss. Ninth place, Cardano, settling at $0.10 with a 3.1% loss. Tenth place, Litecoin, settling at $50.41 with a 0.2% gain. Alright, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 daily stats. Your overall total market cap is at $368.3 billion, down by 0.5%. All right, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. All right, Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news, as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies, which I did right about now. Nice. All right, first news coming in from Matthew DeSalvo. Uh, MicroStrategy's Bitcoin purchases mean all Norwegians own some Bitcoin. Every Norwegian now owns some Bitcoin, albeit indirectly and a tiny amount. This is because the Norwegian government pension fund holds a 2% stake in the US software company, MicroStrategy. And MicroStrategy just bought a lot of Bitcoin. So every Norwegian citizen now indirectly owns $1.72 of the cryptocurrency without even knowing it. Norway's government owns the so-called oil fund, which with $1 trillion in asset is the world's largest sovereign wealth fund. The state-owned oil fund owns owns assets around the world, and the stake in MicroStrategy makes up only a tiny part of the pie. But because... Really? Really? A neighbor dog decides to start barking right when I start my podcast. All day long! The dog doesn't bark, but he hears me start my podcast and wants to start barking. All right. Anyways, continuing. But because of its choice to invest in a tech company, the, the government has indirectly invested in the world's biggest cryptocurrency. Torkel Rockstrand, a Norwegian software developer at crypto research firm Arcane, created a calculator to track it. He holds. He told Decrypt that the government indirectly owns Bitcoin could set an interesting precedent. Governments seeks to maximize profits and through that they picked up some Bitcoin exposure, he said. I expect them to get 
growing Bitcoin exposure going forward through more companies buying Bitcoin. He added, down the road, maybe governments would buy Bitcoin directly. Not surprising if that happens as governments now hold gold. The Norwegian government isn't even that Bitcoin friendly. In 2018, the country's government ended electricity subsidies for Bitcoin miners. All right, next news written by Decrypt Staff. As Bitcoin's price holds steady, DeFi coins thrash about in the sand. Let's see. Oh, well, Bitcoin's price today held steady at $11,351. The coin's power in leading decentralized finance markets rode the last surf from the crazy, crazy summer of DeFi this weekend. While some are washed up and gasping for air, others are thriving in this heady, humid market cycle. Decentralized lending protocol, non-custodial exchange, and synthetic derivatives, almost entirely based on Ethereum, spiked in volume around in August. But what was once an animated party in a cool summer breeze turned into a nightmarish hurricane in September when several of the top coins collapsed in value. This came as no surprise. Many thrived on the so-called yield farming, which involves protocols issuing additional tokens to people using the platform. Protocols had to mint more and more to keep people using the platforms in September. The market finally buckled under the weight, causing the ruins of many top DeFi coins. Well, yeah. Up and down they go, causing nausea to all who traded them as the market settled on a few key players. Yeah. Well, if you if you came out profitable with those DeFi's, then then you're one lucky sob. That's all I gotta say. Next news written by Shuao Kong, a chat with Charlene Wu, who will be DeFi's helmswoman. It has been over two years since I last saw Sherilyn Wu, who will be his new chief investment officer, join a bustling pre-pandemic crypto conference in New York and later on in Hong Kong. Wu, a rather low-key person, has been known in China's crypto scene as the brains behind China's Merchant Bank International, CMBI's investment in Nervos, China's homegrown public blockchain way before Nervos, be- Nervos became an internationally recognized public blockchain. Prior to that, she spent a decade at UBS. For this week's debing, I sat down, virtually of course, with Wu to learn about her new role at Huobi's group DeFi Skipper. Huobi, which launched in China in 2013 and became an enormous Bitcoin exchange, left in 2017 after the government banned crypto trading. The Huobi group, now based in Singapore, operates one of the largest centralized exchange platforms in the world. Huobi Global and has offices throughout Asia. Wu's DeFi lab sits under the group. Alright. Next news, written by Decrypt Staff. $1.5 billion in Bitcoin now locked up in Ethereum. There's 131,455 Bitcoin on Ethereum, or $1.497 billion as of Sunday, October 11th. That's the equivalent of 3.6% of Ethereum's market cap, according to Dashboard on Metric site's Dune Analytics. To be clear, we're talking about synthetic Bitcoin, Bitcoin that's been converted into Ethereum-based tokens that represent Bitcoin. The most popular is Wrapped Bitcoin, or WBTC, which holds 73% of the market shares. Next up is RenBTC, with 20% of the market share. People are moving lots of Bitcoin to Ethereum to make the most of the summer's decentralized finance boom. Such products as decentralized lending protocols, non-custodial exchanges, and synthetic derivatives like WBTC were all the rage of the summer. But you have to use Ethereum-based tokens to use them. And they are still very popular even after the bull run begins to slow down. Investors have plugged $10.82 billion into DeFi smart contracts as of today, per metric site DeFi Pulse. 
That's a tenfold increase since the start of June. Curiously, as one Redditor noted, Ethereum-based Bitcoin's $1.5 billion figure is about 130 times the amount of Bitcoin locked up in Bitcoin's Lightning Network, a protocol built atop the Bitcoin blockchain designed to hasten transactions. The Lightning Network the Lightning Network is the only Bitcoin-based DeFi protocol listed on DeFi Pose, which lists all the major protocols. All of the other protocols are based on Ethereum. Alright, next news. Written by Matthew DeSalvo, 96% of the total DeFi transactions volume belongs to Ethereum. Report. Nearly all decentralized finance transactions are based on Ethereum, according to a new report, Dapper Radar, a site that ranks and tracks decentralized apps. Issued a report this week that shows how the third quarter of this year transaction volumes and the DeFi world hit $125 billion, an increase of $113 billion since 2020's second quarter. 96% of the total transaction volume took place on the Ethereum blockchain. The total value locked in into Ethereum's smart contracts also surpassed $10 billion, the report said, with Uniswap, MakerDAO, and Curve leading the way. Today, the total locked in DeFi smart contracts sits at $10.82 billion. Back in June, it was about $1 billion. This shows how the Ethereum blockchain dominates the decentralized finance market. Though other blockchains are trying to get into the action, none even come close. That is true. Next news, written by Matthew DeSalvo. Losing interest, Google searches for DeFi and Bitcoin fall. Interest in Bitcoin is declining and attention spans are shortening for the world of decentralized finance if Google Trends data is anything to go by. Google Trends data works like this. Each search term is assigned a numerical value that provides an indication of its popularity. Taken with a pinch of salt, Google's data provides a rough indication of the world's interest in various facets of the cryptocurrency market. In the first week of September, Google gave Bitcoin a 51 out of 100 in terms of popularity when compared against itself in the past year. When Bitcoin's price slumped at the beginning of September, so did interest in the largest cryptocurrency by market cap 241. The interest stuck where am I at? The interest stuck around that level ever since the price of the world's biggest cryptocurrency by market cap stabilized in the past few weeks. How about DeFi? The shorthand for decentralized finance this summer's hot, big, new, crazy thing. Weirdly enough, interest in the search term peaked at the end of March when Bitcoin was at its lowest ebb this year. Its price crashed amid the uncertainty caused by the coronavirus pandemic. The interest dipped in the following months until the first week of September when it surged back to 99 out of 100. Since then, it's fallen, it's fallen like, cheese, like a cheese wheel turning down, down the hill to 65 out of 100. Okay. Next news written by Matthew DeSalvo. $11 million worth of Satoshi era Bitcoin just moved. What? Someone moved over $11 million worth of Bitcoin that has sat idle in wallets since it was mined in 2010. The 1,000 Bitcoin today was today worth $11,425,000 moved to one address. The move was flagged by Carol K, a professional cryptocurrency trader on LinkedIn. The Bitcoin was mined back in September 2010 when Bitcoin was less than two years old and worth less than 10 cents per coin. Back then, the cryptocurrency was virtually unheard of and very cheap to mine. All the Bitcoin moved today was worth less than $100 in 2010. Wow. The mysterious holder of the Satoshi Era coin would make an insane lottery-like profit if they sold the coins today. Satoshi Era Bitcoin refers to coins mined when Bitcoin's pseudonymous creator Satoshi Nakamoto was still communicating with the crypto world. Nobody heard from Nakamoto since 2010 and his identity is still a complete mystery. Some believe, perhaps falsely, that whoever moved the coins must have been part of Nakamoto's inner, inner circle. Mm. 
but why would someone move the bitcoins now? Head of the quant strategy at firm, at crypto firm Ikaki asset manager Hans Hagi wrote on LinkedIn that old miners have to be careful about how they move so not to spook the market. But he added that $11 million wouldn't really move the, move the needle much in either direction when billions of bitcoins when billions of bitcoins shuffled around wallets each day. True. True. Oh no, we're out of crypto news. Wow, that, that surprised me. Anyways, uh, that, yeah, that's it. We're done. How many was that? That was one, two, three, four, five, six, that's yeah. About eight articles. Interesting. Okay. Well, crypto nuts, that's it. That's all we got for today. So, with that said, there's a few referral links you should check out. Um, I highly recommend you check out the Celsius Network because it's easy to earn compounded interest each and every single week. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, with that said, crypto nuts, I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.